Welcome. Uh, he's Kevin O'Sullivan. I'm Mike Graham. We're sitting in a very hot horseshoe pub uh, in Southwark in London. Mm. The sun is out. Um, apparently, it's going to be very hot and it's going to get hotter still because it's called summer. But unfortunately for you, I've got a warning uh, that I've just received from my son's school uh, to make sure that nobody gets hurt, Kevin, as a result of the, uh, what does it say? the heat wave. Well, it says um, there's a weather alert apparently in place. Um, and it Level says three. That, what does that mean? Yeah, we are expecting some very high temperatures this week. Uh, and we want to ensure that your child is well protected from the heat whilst at school or on a school trip. Right. Um, and before school, they're asking parents to put sunscreen on their uh, children yeah. before they come in and then uh, make sure that they bring some with them so that they can reapply it if it should come off. They also want them to wear a fucking sun hat, right, which covers their head, neck and ears. What the fuck? Like a bobble hat or is it like a foreign legion thing with a flap? It's not there, just it's like one of those fucking hats that Aaron used to wear. Well, can't the kids, you know. kids make up their own minds or their parents? Oh, no, they can't it, do that. What's it got to do with the no, fucking... It's too, you know, no, if it's they don't want to wear a sun hat, they don't have to wear a fucking no, sun hat. It's also do, essential, they? right, uh, to bring a bottle of water to school. It's not, not fucking essential. And then, Fuck off. And then when they finish it, uh, they may refill it. It's not fucking essential. I mean, should, they, should they also bollocks? say, you know, they should also put one foot in front of the other to make sure they don't fall over while they're fucking exactly, walking, right? Exactly, yeah. Don't forget to breathe or you'll die. Yeah. PE classes will, as far as possible, take place in shaded areas or inside bathing. Thank you, Headmaster. Pupils will be reminded to wear their sun hats and have water bottles with them. Well, that'd be good when you're playing badminton, wouldn't it? <laughs> hey? What, what the think, fuck is the point of that? die because it's a bit of a sunny day. I mean, a load of fucking pupils crap. will be encouraged to have their water bottles in the classroom and will be encouraged to drink at regular intervals. What's wrong with this fucking country? Why do you have to tell people that they can do something yeah. that they would do anyway. Yeah, yeah. Right? And Nanny, but it's up, it's up to them. It's none of the school's business. It's Fuck fucking God. mad, isn't it? Nanny skate stage Pupils shit. will have permission in excessive heat to remove their tie and undo their top buttons to keep cool. Ooh, thank Shirts, you. however, must remain tucked in and all other oh. uniform expectations will still apply. What kind of a life is that fucking Well, I mean, can you imagine being a fucking teacher writing that shite? Yeah, yeah, what kind of a life is it? Thank you for your the, support. The, you have to write shit like that. Should you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact the school. Grow up. You know. Grow up. I it's mean, pathetic. pupils are expected to behave calmly and sensibly both inside and outside the building. Great. Sorry? Yeah, thanks. Fucking bollocks. Really? Anyway, <laughs> that's why we live now in a fucking world where nobody knows <laughs> nanny, how to do anything. Nanny statism. Because it's total nanny statism. Uh -huh. You know, how about maybe you fucking come to school and you try and get through the day without fucking punching someone or getting beaten up. That's what it was like when uh -huh. I was in school. Uh -huh. You know, and you play football with a tennis ball in the fucking playground um, and usually you get your fucking knees covered in scratches you keep getting fucking taken down by some cunt who doesn't like you. It used to be a fucking death trap going to school in my day. Yeah, I mean, we used to have Holland Park School waiting outside the school gates like yeah. about once every fucking month for a punch-up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And sometimes they'd storm us on the tube. Yeah, we used to have big punch-ups. You know, arranged punch Aaron's, Aaron's brought a tray up. That's very good of you. Ah. Well done, man. Yeah, here he is. Look, he's got, there's some food there, but you'll be pleased to know, anybody who's listening, that Kevin has very kindly opted not to eat it while we're actually yeah, recording. Yeah, I've decided to... Uh, desist yeah. from eating during our podcast. Who's the other Guinness for? Oh, the Guinness is for my uh, son who's yeah. here. That's very good. Excellent. Now, <coughs> um, yeah, don't film that. Um, so we should yeah. talk about our beginnings because that's where we were. But before oh, yeah, we do, stories. Um, we're going to talk about our sort of university experiences. But before we do, we spoke um, at the start of the, uh, uh, the podcast today, which is about available on Audioboom, 
about our show that we did last Saturday, where yeah. everything fell over and yeah. couldn't do anything. And one of the things that we couldn't do <laughs> was interview Yuri Geller, right? Because Yuri Geller apparently has got some history with Kev, right? And Kevin, very funnily, had uh, we've got this WhatsApp group that we do the, the show on. And so the woman uh, who, Holly, who sets up the show, she puts all the people on the guest list that she's decided to book, right? <laughs> so that we could approve it. And normally this is done by, say, Wednesday. If it's not done by Wednesday, I say to her, can you just put all the names on? Yep. And so Thursday, she puts all the names on. And uh, included is Yuri Geller. And I thought, well, that's quite good. He's quite a funny guy. It'd be quite good. Anyway, Friday, Kevin sees Yuri Geller's name, having not seen it on Thursday yeah. or Wednesday, and he goes, fucking ape shit. I don't want this fucking cunt on the show. I've got fucking history with him. No fucking chance that we get him on. Fucking cancel it immediately. And then this fucking thing just went on for about a few, you know. Nobody could believe it. Nobody, everyone thought it was a wind-up. I was Kevin joking. Has, everyone I wasn't thought he was joking, joking, but he wasn't joking. But eventually he decided, well, all right, fuck it. Michael's just have to interview him and I'll fucking yeah, I was going to sit there. Oh, oh, it, so I mean, so then I said to him, well, what, so tell us what fucking happened with you and Yuri Geller. So tell us the story. Well, yeah, so I was going to sit there in sulky <laughs> silence. So I guess it was lucky that everything broke Call down. So con we man. couldn't have the cunt as a guest anyway. <laughs> fucking con man. <laughs> couldn't bend shit. Uh, anyway, uh, I was on... Uh, so when he was... He, he, He'd been on um, I'm a Celebrity. That's when I was a TV critic. So I'd written that he was a massive cunt <laughs> every day. <laughs> and uh, He didn't win it or anything, did he? No, no, because nobody liked him because he's not very likeable. Uh, anyway, uh, so I happened to be on Richard and Judy, the TV show. Uh, so I was on it and he was another guest. It was some discussion or other. Anyway, it, it, And how long after the I'm a Celebrity was well, it? Well, it, it was... I think well, it, I, I'm, it must have been just afterwards, you know. So, I'm a celebrity ends when doesn't it? Just before Christmas. So I think it was not long after that, and it may maybe it was even uh, that was the reason that we, we were on the show together. But anyway, he gradually realised through the discussion that I was the one in the Sunday Mirror been calling him a cunt <laughs> all week. And and uh, anyway, in the middle, it's live TV. He gets up in the middle. Of the sh and, he, and he goes across, and he goes like this, and he goes across, and he, and he comes across, and he grabs me round the neck and tries to strangle me on live TV. So I, sort, like of, mate. So I sort of laughed it off, um, you know, and uh, it, you know, it was an awkward moment that got, we got through, and it was all right. And then, we should be uh, and then the Richard, right? Richard and Judy, were, to be fair to them, they were bloody mortified. They were so sorry, you know, these things happen. But anyway, I was pretty fucking furious. So uh, in the green room after the show, I just rammed him against the wall and said, you ever fucking do that to me again? I'll fucking bend you, you con man cunt. So uh, that's my... And how did he react to that? Uh, he, he, he was a bit perturbed. <laughs> he, he, he didn't so, offer you any violence so, back so, so that's my history with it, Yuri Geller. Very funny. So if we're it would have been fucking funny, though, if we got him on, because I wonder if he'd remember that. He probably would have done, right? Um, I would imagine that he might have done, although he's, he's so sort of self... It is funny how some people forget. I mean, I've, I've definitely interviewed people who have had, obviously, no fucking idea that I'm the guy that had the massive Twitter spat with and yeah, going, yeah, and no, then so block me. I think they don't know that sometimes because you think if you fucking knew what I'd said about you and that's why you blocked me, why the fuck are you doing my radio show, stroke TV yeah, show, whatever yeah. it is, you know? Because when he, when he grabbed, short memories. Yeah, when he grabbed me around the neck at first, I thought he was just sort of like ha ha ha, you know. But then I, re it, it was like really pressed. It was like serious, fucking serious, yeah. you know. And he's like, you know, 
you know, what am I doing? We're on what live is, TV. What does he you think? Know? He might have ruined his reputation. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> he, mean, he, he clearly is just one of these guys who's so up himself. He thinks everybody thinks he's wonderful. Uh, and then somehow I'd impugned his perfect reputation. The only thing I know about I've got you bad news for you, Yuri, uh, if you're watching. Nearly everyone thinks you're a massive cunt. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I can tell you about him is that um, when Kevin Spacey was in London, and he was running the uh, the old Vic. Yeah. Yeah. He rented Yuri Geller's apartment from him yeah. because it's in a high rise just above the. Um, yeah, fucking forks were all bent. The old, <laughs> the old, yeah. You can't get a fucking spoon in your cup. It's, it's all fucking all over the place. Don't get in the lift. Yeah. You know. But yeah, apparently he's got this big apartment, sort of penthouse apartment, uh -huh. and Kevin Spacey used that apartment supposedly um, for for what can only be described as. Um, it became something of a den of iniquity. Well, let's just say that you know some of the charges he's currently facing may have. Um, repercussions for that particular piece of property I don't know um, yes. that would be purely speculation on my part anyway let's talk about um, your university days because we've been doing our life stories on uh, on the Patreon uh, vodcast so tell us a bit about how you ended up going to that posh UCL place there were, um, well I didn't really I didn't really like being at university much uh, I didn't really go much so uh, when <laughs> when that when I was when I was going to go to university. So how did you choose UCL? I nearly, though? Well, I, I was I nearly went to um, the University of East Anglia, UEA, <laughs> UEA the, the, the University of Easy Access, yeah. right. uh, and, and also have the fake hockey stick. And graph, I, I quite fa I quite fancied it. And then I also, for some reason, I applied. I just had this idea of getting away from you know my London roots. Uh, and I approached to Stirling University in uh, Stirling in Scotland Fuck as well. Hell. Anyway, at the last moment, I was going to I was going to go to UEA, and then at the last moment, I just thought, you know, literally was about to go. And I was, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I leaving yeah. London and going to fucking Norwich? So I didn't go. I, uh, uh, and then so that, um, so for that also year, Norwich back then. Must so have that for that year, I, I went to work for Air France Cargo. Uh, I was a car. <laughs> I was a check. I was a cargo checking clerk. <laughs> no, no, seriously, these fucking planes would turn up. So I worked in this bloody it's great. It's great some of the jobs you yeah, end up doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and, uh, tremendous. It was like a really, really early computers. We used computers. This was back in the fucking seventies, sort of thing. And um, it was a system called Lanes, and you had to p press in all the all the stuff that came in, and fucking weird shit used to come in, you know, like. like Live lions, <laughs> things like that. Seriously, and you get this fucking thing going past you. It's a fucking lion, you know. <laughs> uh, so, so I did. I did that for a year, and then then I went. To was that Nor your gap year? Yeah. Well, it, it was like a gap year because I decided not to go to Norwich at right. the last moment. Oh, okay. And so the and then I applied to London. I went to London the, the next year. Um, but the reason that I went to London was because, you know, I wanted to hang around in London with all my mates. So, uh, so did all your mates not go to university? No. Well, no. I mean, some of them were working in local papers. Some of them went to other universities. But, I, you know, I, I just stuck around and didn't really go to college very much. Mm. I didn't, you know. Uh, I, I studied English and history. And at the end of three, three years, my personal tutor, I remember him. His name was Colin Stevenson. Really nice guy. Uh, he came up to me at graduation or just before graduation he said oh um yeah i'm colin stevenson your your personal tutor uh, i don't believe we've met 
<laughs> I got that when I was in my second year. I went to Bath University. And I only went there, of course, because I thought my then girlfriend was going there. Nice town. It was lovely, so. yeah. Well, I, I, I did the whole Uckerfall thing, right? So I applied yeah, to I go to right. yeah, yeah. Bath, um, Exeter, Aberystwyth, believe it or not, because they had a good politics department. Um, but then I went to Aberystwyth for the day, to the open day. <laughs> Fuck me. What an absolute shithole that place is. And it took me three trains to get there. I had to get a train to Shrewsbury, and then... Oh no, a train to Wolverhampton, then another train to Shrewsbury, and then there's only one line, or there was then, between Shrewsbury and Aberystwyth. So the train can only go one way, yeah. and then it can come back. There's yeah. not even two fucking lines, yeah. right? And I got there at about fucking half past 12 or something yeah. like that, um, and I only had two hours because the last train back to London left at fucking half past two. And I came out of the station and I thought, well, I've got a bit of time. Fuck that for a game of soldiers. Yeah, fucking some fish and chips or something. Some yeah. fucking bloke started following me around the town. Oh, yeah? I'm going, yeah. the fuck is this guy? Was, I went in. It was one of the professors. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was like some really fucking tyky looking Welsh bloke, you so, know. So he thought bollocks to that. Yeah, he had that kind of weird, you know, limp fucking black, uh-huh. greasy hair. And he was young, he wasn't old. Anyway, I came out of the fish and chips. I said, what the fuck are you doing? And he went, what? I said, you fucking, why are you following me? I'm not following you. I said, you fucking are following me. Fuck off. Don't follow me, you fucking weirdo. And he right. fucked off, right? Yeah. I then went up to the fucking campus where the first interview I had with somebody went, will you be opting to stay in the Welsh-speaking halls of residence? I went, fucking no, of course not. Why would I do that? I can't speak fucking Welsh. I don't want to fucking learn it either. All right, then. And I said, anyway, I've got to go. I fucking off back to London. Um, and I thought, I'm never fucking going there. So I ended up going to Bath because I was going out with this girl at the time yeah. called Annabella, who was one of my first ever girlfriends. Um, she was very cute. And, um, and then she ended up fucking bizarrely, in a weird twist, going to fucking UCL. How about that? And, well, and then she broke up with me. Maybe I fucked her. You might have done. It's possible. <laughs> Everybody she else was, did. She was, she, was, um, <laughs> she was sort of half Asian. Nah. No? Oh, yeah, I remember her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I took anyway, her behind. Yeah. She was lovely. <laughs> You know, it's a very heartbreaking. Oh, oh, yeah. It's actually a bit of a heartbreaking story yeah. because it was in the days when you used to write letters to each other, uh-huh. right? Because there was no way of phoning each other most of the time. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't have a phone in fucking my halls of residence in Bath, and used to write love letters back and forth. And then gradually they started fucking drying up. So eventually, I was like, I'm just going to go and fucking see her. It must have been my early instincts of doorstepping, right? Yeah. So I found that she was doing German um, in the uh, in UCL. Nazi. And I found myself. <laughs> Her, her, her mother was from Austria as well, which made Definitely it even more. <laughs> friend of Hitler. Right. And, um, Hitler's next door neighbour. She was a virgin, by the way, when I nailed it. Anyway, that's another story. Virgin, um, an anti-Semitic virgin. <laughs> yeah, didn't make a dress Racist up though. Racist virgin. No, so, um, <laughs> fucking, so I found the German department of fucking um, UCL and somehow found myself inside it, walking down this corridor. The next thing, yeah, yeah next thing she comes around the fucking corner holding hands with this other bloke. I was, fucking, <laughs> I was fucking devastated. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some women have said to me that this is clearly why you are the way you are because she was like my first love yeah. and she broke my fucking heart. Right. Um, it's quite right. a sad story. I can see you think it's funny. Um, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> even my son's fucking laughing. What's, but, you this know, girl's, what's this girl's name? I'm warming to her. Her name was, <laughs> her name was Annabella Quick. Annabella Quack. Quack. Oh, Q-U-E-K. Quack. She was gorgeous. Dad was from Singapore. Annabella Quack, was she? Quack. A duck or something? No, she was not a duck. I'll tell no. you, so when I, so when I went to university... He's such a cunt, isn't he? You, you couldn't get a, 
uh, it was hard to get accommodation. So and plus, she'd yeah. have been several years below you because you're so much older than me. Well, so I ended up with these guys. So I made friends with this bloke. Uh, he's still a friend of mine from Newbury, and he had all his other mates from Newbury, and so we found this fucking shit. I didn't really know them, but they were good guys. This shit flat in Shepherd's Bush, <laughs> and, and and so one of them who I better not name. There were some really bad places but, but, to live. But these guys were one of these. Well, they were all a bit mad, but one of them was really fucking mad. And, and so in those days, you got like your student grant at the beginning of the term. So your dad would have to put some of mm. it in, and then the council gave you the rest and all that. No, no student debt or anything in those days. So we all got something like, it was like 10 weeks to go for the term. You all got about 200 quid, you know. So you had to like, you know, spread that. <laughs> this fucking That's... guy, this fucking guy that I was in this flat with, he goes out and he comes back. And he goes, fucking cracked it, am I? So what's that? He says, look at that. And he puts on the, it's this, it's this sort of vintage set of scales. That, I mean, really nice looking, you know, like. Sort of well, with all the weights and metal and the weights, really and nice, the sort of thing you'd have in a, a sort of bohemian house or something. And I said, "How much does that cost you?" He said, uh, "Well, pretty much like the whole uh, <laughs> the two hundred quid." <laughs> I said, "You just spent your entire fucking grant <laughs> on a set of scales." He says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but he said, "He said you're not thinking ahead." I said, "Well, what are you thinking ahead?" And he said, "Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to deal." Uh, Dope, he said. So in those days, it was always hash and everything. He said, so if I was just dealing hash, and he, he did have a lot, he used to say. It. <laughs> he said, if I was just dealing hash, I'd lose a lot of money by not quite getting the the weights right. He said, so with this set of scales, I'll get the white weights exactly right and therefore save myself a fortune. I said, yeah, but you haven't got a fucking penny right now. Also, if he's a fucking dealer, how has he not got scales already, the stupid cunt? How the fuck is he what? dealing without any scales? I told you he was a mad cunt. <laughs> and he had to go to his dad and say, can I have some more money? Jesus. He had to say he lost it. Fucking hell. <laughs> By God. Yeah, so I ended up in, but I didn't even graduate in the end because I did the first year at Bath University in economics and politics and um, basically didn't really go to any lectures until I got hooked into the student newspaper, um, which in those days, in some universities, you got a sabbatical, so a year off so you could edit it. Yeah. This one, they didn't do that. So I became the editor in like the first year, by Christmas, I think. Um, and it started off as this horrible kind of private eye size Mm -hmm. kind of really cheaply produced little thing. I made you it turned into, it into the sun. I turned it into the sun. I turned it into a tabloid newspaper. Yeah. But even better than that was in the student old days. Student tits of the week. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was, no, I just used to have a go at the fucking student union all the time. So yeah. What a bunch of fucking absolute yeah. twats they were, which they hated. Um, and I wouldn't let any of them write for it, because they'd all go, oh, we've got a column for the student newspaper today. I'm like, I'm not putting it in. Fuck off. I'm not interested. Nobody cares. You're a fucking pompous wanker. Fuck off. And um, so they were always trying to remove me. Um, but then the other great trick was my dad, who was quite tight being Scottish, he didn't like topping up my grant. So instead of topping up the grant, he used to give me Letraset that he'd removed from uh, associated newspapers. Yeah. Because in those days you used Letraset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the transfer. Oh, okay. Stuff so you've, okay. For, for actually putting onto the page, you'd actually make, well, write headlines yeah, yeah, yeah. with Letraset. Um, and it was very expensive. It came in at something like £20 a sheet, and he would give me like 100 sheets. Wow. Cool. Right? And I'd go to them and say, look, I've managed to get this at a knockdown price. It's only, uh, you know, 15, well, no, I think it was instead of, instead of 10 quid a sheet, I think I was charging five. So they'd have to give me the money for the student union. Cool. So that was fucking great. You know, because well, I... You should have bought yourself a set of scales. I should have done, yeah. That would have been the next thing. Um, 
And then I finished my first year and my results were so shit, they said, well, you have to do another year, another first year, um, <laughs> because your first year was so, you didn't go to any fucking lectures. I'd, so I went to the library the first time, a bit like your guy, yeah. saw my politics uh, lecturer. He said, what are you doing in here? I said, well, I thought I'd better come to the library once in a while. He said, I've never seen you in here before. It's very weird. He said, are you going to come to any lectures this year? I went, well, I'm going to try. So I did the second first year and they said, look, you know, I don't think Hart's really in this. Um, yeah. You're either going to have to fucking give up the newspaper or you're going to have to fuck off. And I went, well, I don't want to give up the newspaper, so I'll just fuck off. So, so I left. Yeah. I did two first years. Um, bought, and my, my dad had bought me a couple of fucking economic theory books. So you, you actually only completed your first year, but it took you two years yeah. to do it. Well, technically, I didn't even complete it because... The, the dreaming I, after, spires. After two years of, of doing the same thing, I still didn't really learn anything. Yeah. But it's economic theory. You could fucking just make it up as you go along. This is why I wasn't, didn't have my heart in it, because I was like, yeah. I was interested in politics, but economics, I always said, this is all bollocks. As soon as you say, this is all an assumption, yeah. and if this happens, that happens. Yeah. Well, I said, well, what if this doesn't happen? Yeah. And they didn't have an answer. Uh, I ended up with, um, I ended up with a, a Desmond. Desmond? Two, two. Oh, two, I see. Two. See, that's a joke, in-joke for wankers that go to university. Oh, go to Desmond. Say, so Nobody say, fucking cares. But they say, they say there's, only, there's only two degrees that are worth getting. One is a first, and the other one is a third. What about the three degrees? Well, well yeah, they're but, worth but if you get So if you get a third, it pr proves that you just didn't bother. Yeah. And if you well, get I did first, it proves you could. So I, so I ended I up with an embarrassing early. one where... I, but I didn't, I didn't fucking bother particularly, yeah, but... Um, so uh, what period of history did you study? For that. Well, you know, various periods. Also, I did English literature as well. So Such it was, a it was English and Middle history. class ponce, isn't he? <laughs> he really middle is. Middle yeah, <laughs> middle class ponce. <laughs> now he's got Peloton. Middle class poncery. Yeah. Anyway, I suppose it's time for us to wrap it up, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Unless there's anything else. Because I've got to go and a show to present. Oh, you've got to find an octopus, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> Pop down to Borough Market and bring one in and say, yeah. look, I'll, I'll, and just see if you can do anything. Uh, fucking hell. I mean, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> don't slag them off because uh, <laughs> it'll come back to What we should do is thank our Patreon executive producers. Now, for the first time, we're not going to slag them all off, right? No, no. We're just going to give their names. Nice um, so they're all nice people. And uh, I know sometimes they like to be slagged off, but we're taking a bit of a break from that. So we're going to kick off with Jason Steele, Leonie Thomas, Robbie Lunnan, Matt Clark, Jennifer the American Whore, Lionberger. Sorry. Um, that one just slipped out. Um, <laughs> Emma Lou, uh, George Mailing, Emil Watters, uh, Jenny. 29, 29 a night. We can't, we can't let Jenny go. 29 fucks yeah. a night. Yeah. yeah, Dean McCarthy, Martin Gundry, Tom O'Donnell, Gareth Hughes, Daniel Jones, John Priest, Mark Buckley, Dale Pinnock, Joseph French, Johnny Swinscoe, Kevin Downer. That's a shit name, isn't it? <laughs> That's a shit name. Kevin <laughs> fucking Downer. Yeah, what's your name? Downer. Yeah. <laughs> And then, I didn't say what kind of person you were. And then What's we've got, your name? Um, and then we've got a, a new bloke called Paul Steele. Paul Steele, welcome, Paul. Uh, That's it, I think I've done yeah, it all. And we so did Dave Johnson before. So, uh, yeah, well, you're all cunts. Thanks very much. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Thank you.